Hey y'all, it's your girl Booney, and you're listening to the Booney Breakdown Podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. Welcome to season 10 of the Booney Breakdown Podcast. We've been on hiatus, but now we're back. I am excited for another dope-ass season, you guys. I took a little longer break than normal. I needed it. I didn't do anything with the Mooney Breakdown in July. (laughs) It felt great. It felt amazing. I needed to recharge. I was feeling a little burnt out, but fuck all that shit. Now we back. (laughs) This week, our episode, look, I thought it was appropriate that my very first episode, the guest was our problematic fave, Brian. And so it just made sense. For season 10, let's bring Brian back, our homie, to kick it all off. This is a ratchet one for you guys. We had to kick it off ratchet this season. Uh, we talk about if we had a slut em out slummer. Yeah, we, we talk about our summer plans. Uh, underdog sex. <laughs> what it's like to be the underdog in a sexual experience. And then we also talk about struggle love and dating while black. It's a good one, y'all. I'm telling you, you can always count on laughs and ridiculousness from our fave, Brian. So stick around for that conversation. We are going to hop into it. The pick of the week this week, we're just going to hop right into it. If you are like me and come, what was that, on Friday when Aaliyah's raggedy ass uncle finally let her music go to streaming sites, you were like me and you have not stopped playing One in a Million, the album. So that is my pick of the week. Aaliyah's One in the Million. Yes, I've listened to her music over the years, but it just wasn't convenient to always have to go to YouTube to play her music. So I'm excited that it's now on Spotify. Well, it's on all the streaming platforms if you were under a rock and not knowing. I must have played Heartbroken and never going back at least 50 times this weekend alone. So I hope Aaliyah's estate enjoys the $2 that I have added (laughs) to the streaming collection pile. But I can't wait. Um, You guys already know whenever the other albums drop, those will be pick of the week those weeks too. So just already anticipate that and get there. Oh, and one other thing I was just, I had been sharing it like in my Insta story periodically throughout the weekend. And it was nice to see that some of Ratcheteer gang was in um, the, the, the crowd that believed that Beyonce would not be as big of a star if Aaliyah was still around. Yes, I'm one of those people who believes that as well. <laughs> um, you know, divine order, all things have to happen, right? All these things happen around us for us against us whatever but it was nice to see that there was a large subset of that group as well in ratcheteer gang to shout out to all of you (laughs) housekeeping housekeeping come back later please housekeeping not now all right so let's hop into housekeeping for this week yes you guys know we have patreon Shout out to Patreon gang. Um, You guys are great. We just wrapped up last week. Our live event schedule got thrown off. It is usually first Thursdays with Booney, but this week we had a what that mouth do session. You guys are great. So if you would like to join our Patreon, which you get over there, depending on your membership level, you can get access to monthly live events. You can get into the group chat that be popping some days. You might even get extra uh, podcasts, you know, sometimes the episode goes a little long. I'll splice it and throw the extra uh, minutes over on Patreon. So you do get some perks. One of the other perks is you can go watch 
the interview with Brian and I. Well, it's not an interview with him. It's a conversation. You can head on over now to Patreon and watch it. If you prefer to watch things, you can do that. Uh, but we have some good fun over on Patreon, gang. So you can head on over to patreon.com backslash the Booney Breakdown and check it out. See if you want to sign up for as low as $3 a month. Also, we're over on YouTube. I need to do more, but we're going to try to do more, more consistently over on YouTube. You can follow us there at The Boonie Breakdown over on YouTube. And if you still haven't followed us on Instagram and Facebook, you can do that as well at The Boonie Breakdown. You can follow us on Twitter, just at Boonie Breakdown. And you know, we're looking for those five-star reviews too. So if you are listening on any Apple device, you can head on over to The Boonie Breakdown in that device, search it, select it, scroll down where it says write a review, click that, hit five stars, you're done. If you want to go a little bit more and leave a little typed review, you can do that as well. And it is greatly appreciated. It is not a lot of housekeeping this week as we're coming back into season. Uh, but that is it. I'm so excited to kick off season 10. Who would have thought that we would be here? There may be a new segment also coming onto the podcast a little later in the episode. So you want to stick around, make sure you listen to the full episode. All right. So that is it for me, guys. So let's get ready to break it down. All right, guys. So we're back. Our first episode, season 10. And I feel like I had to have the problematic fave on here only because we started this shit 10 seasons ago. You were my very first guest. Oh, shit. That's what we get now? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the energy I'm on today. Um, Did you get your teeth whitened? No, really I, was just white. an, uh, I think it might be. I just got the brightness turned up on my phone. <laughs> 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 nah, but... um. Yeah, I just turned it up a little bit. But no, I mean, I try to keep, I try to take care of my mouth. I mean, I think that's important. Um, there's a lot of people out here who don't. Um, and that's like a pet peeve of mine. I smoke cigars a lot. So I try to always make sure I'm brushing my teeth, using mouthwash. I don't <gasps> ever want that to be an excuse. Okay, I have to ask you this because I went on a whole tirade on this on Instagram a couple of weeks ago. You use a tongue scraper, right? An actual like But you clean your tongue. All the time. That's the most important. Like that's one of the most important things. It burns me up when I see somebody and they open it and it's like caked up white tongue. It's disgusting. No, when it's on their teeth, when it's like around their teeth like and the, gums. Yeah, like gingivitis. Like <laughs> we could go on this for hours, but let's just say I'm feeling a good energy. I wanted to say congratulations on ten years, ten episodes. Uh, what, ten, ten seasons. Season? Come ten on, seasons, ten years. Ten we need, look, I mean, if we doing this ten listen, years, I need checks for me. I need checks for you, Sheikah. <laughs> I've been knowing you for ten years, so that's how. That's why I feel. That's why I feel like that. But um, no, like that's really dope. Um, you know, I just celebrated five years. I want to thank you for coming out. Okay. You always support me. You always right there. You be holding people me think, down. People think you're my twin sister. We just <laughs> talked about that. Literally. So <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, if you want to be my twin, you know, I could go ahead and just, you know. We can Listen, just call you Bridget. Went, people <laughs> probably don't even know. For the longest time, I did not believe he was a twin because I never saw his sister. Mm-hmm. But Brian people is always a twin. think that I'm up to something. People always think that I'm. Like, I did Why? for the longest I time. Plan. I did not believe you. I have a twin. I'm gonna um, get us going. Okay. I was when the last time you were on here, we were talking about summer, like prepping for summer. Now we're 
on the downturn of summer. Did you have them a slut them out summer or have you been tame this summer? No, I've been chilling. Like that's the whole thing. Like I didn't plan on it, but it was just a chill summer. I mean, it was like one of those things where I'm like Jordan in the fourth quarter. Like you just let the game come to you. You know what I mean? More like LeBron. Jordan going to go hog and take everything that's coming. But <laughs> LeBron, is going, LeBron is going to take the <laughs> – LeBron is going to make the right pass. The fellas know what I mean. You know, he's going to pass it to the corner or he's not going to always force the shot with a layup. So that's what I've been on. Actually, like the place I'm in right now is just like I'm tired. You tired of pussy or women? Women. Not like I like men. Let's get that clear. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I felt like a lot of decisions I made, <clears throat> you know, like little things, you know, resulted in like long conversations, feelings being shared that I just did not fucking feel like. Um, but I respect it. So it's like it put me in a place where I was like, yo, I just don't want to deal with nobody right now. Interesting. I don't and, think I've um, ever heard you say that. Yeah, it like gets to a point where you get tired. You know what I mean? Like maybe like a year and a half ago, I was like, look, I got one and a half summers left or, you know. The, the pandemic had fucked it up. So this was supposed to be my last summer anyway. Um, I guess that shit is trending. Like, it's trending <laughs> towards that. Um, the more therapy I go to, the more fucking conscious I have. Like, when you a savage, like, you just don't even give a fuck when somebody crying. You're like, man, fuck that shit. Like, you knew what it was when you signed up. You read the fucking fine print, didn't you? I told you. you saw the fuck. brochure. Right. So it's like, at that point, you like, look, you signed the terms and agreement. You checked the box. You ain't read all the fucking words. That's your fault. You know, you wanted that, you wanted that new, you wanted that Apple Care so bad that you fucking just check the thing and you ain't even read that if you dropped it in water, you weren't getting the new phone. Guess what? You fucked. So that's how I, that's how I used to carry it. But now it's more like, I feel a little bit more responsible for the decisions I make. So it's like. no accountability. Look at that. Yeah. So it's like one of them situations where I'd rather just fall back instead of feeling like. I'm taking somebody else through that same situation of like not wanting nothing, just wanting to fuck and hang out. And then in their mind, they feel like, oh, you know, like I thought, no, you thought. But at the end of the day, like, I just don't feel like dealing with that shit. So I had a very low key summer. That is interesting. Look at you growing up and shit. Look at therapy working. I'll do another round of applause for you. Ten seasons. It took ten seasons. Look, I didn't have a slut of mouth summer either. Um, I feel like the pandemic really just is still fucking shit up. Um, it is. It is. It really is. I just maybe the I was thinking maybe like a fuck them up fall or some shit, but the fall looks fucked up too. I mean, like I worse said, the you fall. gotta you gotta but let you the still game get come cuffed, to you. Though. Yeah, you gotta let the game come to you. I mean, at the end of the day, like you can't press it. If you start pressing it, you take bad shots. You know, you you mess up your shooting percentage. You wanna Come you on, wanna keep just... a high percentage. You know what I mean? Like you don't wanna turn yeah. the ball over. You're turning the ball over because you're forcing it. It you made know me I mean? realize I've been on the same piece of meat all year. That's good sometimes. It's preparing you for that when you walk down the aisle. Just imagine Ooh. 20, 20, 30 years of the same penis. Unless you're unless you become a swinger. I mean, that's a I don't know if that's an option for me. But those are options for people. Yeah, I think it's a great option. If you if you have that type of solid bond with your partner and you really just kind of like don't care. I think yeah, you, you don't want to walk that. that back. Because to your point, 
I've really never been with anybody longer than two years. And so (laughs) it might be a different conversation when it's like you said, 17 years of the same dick. We might have to have a conversation. Let's let's try some new things. Yeah, I mean, you could go to a swingers club, but you ain't got to fuck somebody. It might just be in being in an environment with your mate doing something different. You know what I mean? Because the biggest thing where most people think they go to swingers clubs or nudist beaches is that like they're going to go and see people they want to fuck. But surprise, they're terrible. So when you walk in I taboo, tell, I tell everybody, go sit in the parking lot. For If you don't even have to go in, just sit in the parking lot and watch who goes in. Yep. You sit in the parking lot. You just be like, <laughs> so you walk in and you'd be so fucking disappointed because at the end of the day, like, I feel like, you know, I walk in there. I'm already kind of cocky anyway. So I already feel like, you know, I got one of the baddest bitches on my arm. So I walk in and I'm like, oh, bitch, get over here. <laughs> 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 bitch, get over here. Put a sign That's- on your shirt to say we ain't, we ain't fucking nobody because these <laughs> niggas keep looking. You're the best thing in this motherfucker, but not even it's not even close. Like, but for I ain't real. even seen the bitch I'm willing to trade with. Like, no, get over here. No, but for real, go if you've never just go sit in the parking lot, watch, uh, I, sit I, close I, to the door, watch as listen, people go in, and you'll see. I've been to multiple in state, out of state. You know the shit is real and it don't change. Like at the end of the day, it's a lot of old people who like you to get to that 17 year, and they be like, <laughs> "Fuck it." We got to try something new. They got to try something new. And they don't care who around. They just fucking right in the wide open. Everybody sharing the couch. And uh, and it's just dark and damp. Let's just move on. Let's just move on. It's dark and damp. I had a question because <laughs> you just said something like, which made me trigger something. Because I have this theory that I feel like people who are super good looking aren't really that great at sex. Um, because they don't have to be. Just my theory. I'm curious if you're listening, do you agree? Because I feel like they rest on the laurels of their looks. They don't feel like they have to do much more. I wouldn't know because I don't think I'm super good looking. So I don't look at myself and be like, oh, I'm this pretty boy. I walk in a room and it's just like, oh, my God. Like, I think I'm handsome. Like, yeah, I, think I, I think gotta... the same thing. Like, I think I'm pretty, yeah, but I'm like... not... I, I'm not walking in a room and everybody's like, shit. Like, I know that as well. So I think that's right. living in realism, uh, being yeah, realistic. So, but but I just feel like, but I don't, I don't fuck some niggas who will turn heads and it, the shit wasn't hitting. And I feel like it's been consistent. They don't, it, they like bumps on the law. Like, you got to do something, my nigga. I don't know if that have anything to do with anybody looks. I think some people just... just so you think ugly people fuck better? Like they go, they yeah, got they more to gotta like, give you some. They gotta give you something. I know that it sounds so terrible. Like, so that's ugly thing, people like, are going to fuck the shit out of you. That, but the, that's what guys have a theory about big girls. So we yeah. feel like we feel like big girls got something to prove. So one, they give the best head. <laughs> Two, they give you a lot of fucking energy, like. A big girl going to hold her fucking ankles. She going to bend over and grab both cheeks and tell you, hit that shit, nigga. Like, <laughs> you're going to be like, yo, she got a lot of fucking energy in this little... As the big girl representative here, I will not you know, like, or deny. <laughs> <laughs> this king-size bed is like a little wrestling match because she be moving. Like, you know what I mean? Where some is, you know, some pretty girls who just lay there and just, ah, 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 you know, like, might be, you might be right. So I don't know, but... In, I do from, think, from I'll I've say heard, this, maybe that's... From let's, what I've heard. <laughs> 
<laughs> let's say it this big way the under, all out. we'll say the underdogs because they're pretty big girls um so i'll say underdogs ugly people people who are not the uh what's the word i'm looking for but you get the fuck i'm saying like, like i know what you mean like so I, I call it like the work pussy syndrome right you meet a motherfucker at work the first week you go there and you be like yo ain't no bitches at my job right <laughs> But you work there every fucking day. And now Tina, who sits in the cube across from you, is like cool as shit. So, so your homeboy see a picture of her like, you fucked her? No, yo, she cool as shit. Because at the end of the day, like y'all start developing a chemistry off of that. And then you find out like her pussy is fucking amazing. <laughs> and she like, not all of that, but she cool. So you feel better about it. And nobody really understands unless they've been in that situation. Facts. So yeah, I get it. Whereas like they're the underdogs because they're not going, like you said, they're not turning heads, mm-hmm. their body not crazy. You know what I mean? Like they be the ones that fucking shock you. Like, man, this bitch ain't got no yeah. ass. It's definitely the Nothing. underdogs. I've definitely been shocked by somebody. I'm like, they ain't gonna do shit. And now my ass sprung out, hitting the phone. Like, you gonna you seen that video going around on Instagram where the girl is like one hand here, one on your frontal. Yeah, those be the underdogs do that shit. See, I'll be having situations like that where chicks met me and was like, oh, you know, I thought thought it was going to be some bullshit because you talk a lot of shit and you joke a lot and you play around a lot. And I'm like, nah. Like, you know what I mean? But I guess I'll be getting the like, oh, he loud or he talk a lot of shit about sex on podcasts. So they be the <laughs> niggas that be bullshit. But I always say every woman pull out a different version of a man. So Hmm. you can't really like if my homeboy get a bad report and he'd be like, yo, I just wasn't feeling shorty like that. I'm not going to be like, yo, this nigga dick is trash. And my homegirl just told me I feel like I need it from like three consistent sources. Okay, you need multiple sources to verify that. (laughs) Yes, because of the. At the end of the day, like, it's the same thing about you. Like, if my man came back and was like, "Booney head was trash, pussy was trash, then the next nigga be like, it was trash. It was Now it's a consensus that it's trash. But it could be y'all just had bad chemistry, bad energy, first time getting together. He might not have wanted to do, you know, two in the pink, one in the stink. You know, he might <laughs> not want to hit you with that. You know, he might have been saving that. And as a result, you know, his head was trash when he gave you a head, you know? He he ain't do it right. I will definitely nod on that. But I will say in some instances, to your point, if the word on the street is the word on the street, the word on the street is true. True, um, true. I will say the streets don't lie because that's where we get a consensus from. <laughs> now, if the streets only got one source and that one source is just loud and puffing it up, then we got to reassess the streets. But no, I will totally normally, that. normally the streets is right. The streets you know? do not lie. I got word from the streets about somebody and I, to this day, wish I had listened to the streets because the streets <laughs> Listen, why are we be trying to, why are we be trying to prove the streets wrong and shit? Like, <laughs> like, didn't your mama tell you don't play in the fucking street, boy? Like, ain't nothing out there. The streets will whoop your ass. Listen, every <laughs> single time this has happened, the street, ever since that happened, whenever I get a message from the streets, I believe it. I'm not even going to try it. I'm not the one that's going to turn you out. I'm not going to want to change you. 
the streets was it. I'm gonna keep it moving. Cause mm-hmm. I wish I had listened to the streets that time. I you, you <laughs> so I'm gonna talk to you because you I always say this and you always get mad, but you are older than me. It is a fact. Um and I dabble with the older men crowd. I have a I'm doing a little not you withstanding, because I feel like you you're just an outlier. But I feel like a lot of black men think they are freaks and they're not freaks, right? Just because you can be good at sex or make women orgasm does not mean you're a freak. And I say this Uh case in point. Trying to try something new. We have really good chemistry. This is a while back. We had really good chemistry. I'm like, all right, we got the nuts and bolts down. We know how to get each other off. Let's spice it up. I don't want to pull my whole card out all the way. Like, let me just dabble. So I'm like, let me, you will let me tie you up and blindfold. What's happening while I'm blindfolded? I'm not going to give you a play by play before I do it. Like, are you going to let me do it or not? Because no, but see, that's, but that's different. That's not really being freaky. Niggas don't like niggas got trust issues. So at the end of the day, like, Yo, if you got abandonment issues, trust issues, and all, all of that shit, you carrying around with you, you ain't letting nobody tie you up because you worried about like what she might do to you. You worried about video or tape or she put a finger in my ass. Like niggas be really paranoid about some crazy shit. Like I just tell you off the top, you can tie me up, you can do whatever. Just don't fucking put your finger or lick my ass, and I'd be cool. I mean, it's a conversation called consent, right? Um, but like I just want to say why men their mind goes there. Other cases I've had times but, where it's like let's use these toys or let's do this or let's change that, and it's like well, I really I heard dudes say like yo I ain't with that toy shit fuck that like I don't mind do toys not like, fuck with that shit I don't care like at the end of the day like sometimes I might just be like yo I just want to watch you get off like what's this whole rose thing like. <laughs> Okay, like, yo, this rose. rose shit is My so fucking out of control. My nigga. So I got the rose back last year in the pandemic. Now, you know, I got a little, little toy chest. A few chest. things. A few <laughs> things. You don't have a top drawer. You got a fucking chest at the bottom of your bed <laughs> with a fucking lock on Pull it. Pull it out. <laughs> so I got a few things. So I kept seeing this thing, the rose, the rose. I think I was probably the first person I know who actually got one in person. It's like 25 bucks on Amazon. Get this shit. It's not really suction. You got a gyro looking clit. Not really for you either. Maybe you could put it on your nipple. Because the hole is pretty like, it's pretty small. Mm -hmm. But it has like three different speeds and and seven different intensities. But it like sucks your clit. If you're on Patreon, you can watch this on the video. It like sucks your clit in like the hole. And then it's like a thing on the other side. It's like da 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 or you could change those settings and speeds, my nigga. Gush Yo, this city. shit been all over my fucking Gush timeline. city. Listen, your- I'm sitting there like, yo, this shit is crazy. Like, yo, if I see another thing about the fucking rose pop up, it's like literally within the last three weeks. Yeah, everybody's it's to the point it, where if I, I log on my- Amazon, this shit might come up in my my uh, recommended yes. because it's like you know how they hear what we talk. They about listen on the to phone. everything you say. But this right. shit, I have, I've had mine for over a year now, and it's legit 
Booney approved five stars is going to get you there. Now, if you don't like direct clit stimulation, you might not. It's not blowing no air like the fancy joints. It's literally like sucking like your enlarged clit into a hole and just pretty much like that. Yes. On mad different speeds. Look at this. If you're on Patreon, look at the tongue. Look at that tongue. He's a freak. No, I'm just saying that's like what it's doing, right? <laughs> but yeah, that's literally what it's doing. This shit is it's bomb. Mimicking, it's mimicking that motion. Okay. You want to spice it up even more? You could put it on your nipple, then use another toy on your pussy. Okay. Y'all heard but it from can, me first. You heard it you, from Booney. Hey, if it's Booney approved, go out and get your lady one or go out and get yourself one. Um, okay. Whatever you need to hold you down. Like, I've never had a problem with bringing toys home and being like, I appreciate that. Like at the end of the day, like let's start. I'm gonna start with putting a couple of these anal beads up your ass and doing this and doing that. And by the time I get the round, turn around and get to pulling them out and all of that shit, like I'm with the shits. I mean, I don't really give a fuck. Like at the end of the day, my whole goal was that I've said it. I'm on record. <laughs> I don't want somebody to out fucking do me. You have said this so many I'll, times. So I have to keep taking it to another level. Like it's almost to the point where. I want to put my whole fucking arm in you just to be like, I did. <laughs> like, I don't even know. I don't know what's next. Like, at the end of the day, like, well, what are you going to try next? I don't know. Be like, and that's what I'm saying. What most to, men aren't like that. Yeah. And then my, my thing is, I just can't have you feeling like, oh, you know, like, he really didn't want to try anything. Like, I've been on the other line and the other, like, other end of that conversation. Like, oh, I was with this dude for three years and he didn't do this to me so now they like can you wow me out you know can you wow me out please because my last boyfriend didn't like i don't want that i want her to be like well it was good but it's gonna take me some time to get over brian nasty ass yeah like <laughs> that's what i want the conversation to be like is that what the streets are saying about you <laughs> i don't know but that's what i want them to feel like i want them to come home after that first time and be like you know it's gonna take us some time but Brian was just so fucking disgusting. Like, I just wanted him to do it's this. It's hard. It's, let me tell you, it's hard going from a nigga who is nasty as fuck to like <laughs> regular. See, my thing is, vanilla sex can be great and good. But when you go from a nasty nigga to vanilla, <sighs> difficult. It's the same thing with y'all. It's the same thing with y'all. Like, y'all, some of y'all are like super aggressive, you know, want it, like, do everything. So that shit is different when you got to go from there to getting shit jump-started. Like, when you were the chick where you watching the game, and she's straight walking there in her Vickies, or, you know, like, pull your <laughs> boxer brief straight down, like, you just sitting there watching it. Come on, babe. You know, oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, you want to watch the game? You want to watch the game? No, babe. I I fuck that game. Fuck that game. I'm a puzzle. Y'all laughing right now because you've been there and you've done it. If you've done that, you are my tribe. You are my people. If not, so that's 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 the difference when you go from Pat Beverly aggressive to (laughs) Pat Beverly is like one of the most aggressive defenders in the NBA. He is hands on. Explaining, you know, I don't know. (laughs) Right. So it's like I've I've been telling my buddies lately, like, yo, these women. Pat Beverly aggressive out here, hands on. Like they <laughs> like it's getting real. Like I'm telling you, like the devil is busy. 
Because that's the thing. I've heard people, I have friends who are older than me, and I've heard the conversations in Black Twitter that when you get in your 30s, your sex drive just, I did not believe it. I'm like, how can my sex drive get high? I feel like every passing year, it just revs (laughs) up more and more. And I'm like, how? If I'm a hoe now, what the (laughs) fuck is it going to look like when I really get turned on? Like, Like, I thought I I was there. Somebody got to take me off the block soon because it's, it's no way. Like, how can this get higher? How can I want it more? But I also kind of feel like some of the penis offerings out here. <sighs> it's sad. And I was having this conversation, too, because I always feel bad for women. If you're a woman right now and you are, you're listening to this like, damn, I don't have no nasty nigga. And your nigga's not dicking you down good. Like, girl, it is more dick out there. Like. You just don't stay with bad dick. I tried to make it work. You cannot make it work with bad dick. Like he has to be like super rich and willing to trick off on you or take care of you for me to make that work. <laughs> but see, a lot of women, I think women are more willing to take bad sex over like don't do security assist. over security do and lifestyle. Um, because because we've heard the streets, like you said, we've heard the streets. So it's like, you know what, like the streets might say, like, oh, yo got this, yo got that, but yeah, you know, chicks be talking bad about his ass. But at the end of the day, I, I wish, really- I wish I could have been that girl. Like I feel like I had a guy perfect on paper. This is the, this is the man you marry. He he got the money. We would have been straight, but I couldn't. i had suppressed myself for way too long and like i remember once we broke up and i hopped on good dick again i was like oh yeah you was playing yourself like i'd have been cheating the whole time i'd have fucked up the bag because i would have been cheating. i I went through that i went through that um i dated a girl and i remember she didn't really have a fat ass and at the time, I kept telling myself, like, and I'm in my 20s, like, I'm telling myself, like, that's not important. That's not important. Mm-hmm. The important thing is she's a good person. She's this. And I'm just trying to convince myself. And I remember, like, I went to Eden's Lounge, right? Oh, R.I.P. So was this girl, she had a fat old ass, too. So I'm like, damn, this bitch fat as shit. So I see her getting into it with some other girls. <laughs> so I run over and grab her, but I'm kind of like putting my dick on her butt and I'm like dragging her away. And I'm like, yo, just step outside, just step outside. And she just was like, who are you? Get off of me. And I'm like, yo, calm down. You don't even know, like, I seen them bitches about to bank you. Like, let me walk you to the car, make sure you're straight. So I use that as a time to really like push up on her, get our number. Man, she bought that fat ass over my house. I, could, I was never the same with my girlfriend again. Like, I just wasn't the same. And then, not only did she not have an ass, she always, like, kept being like, KY Jelly time. I'm like, oh, my God, you too fucking young to be using fucking KY Jelly. Like, we 25. Like, what the fuck? Lube is okay. Like, it is okay. But at the same time, when you're working with somebody with automatic start, like, it's just a little different when you got to go outside and start your own car and wait for it to get cool. Like, it, <laughs> yo, your analogy game today. <laughs> listen, it's a difference. You have a listen. If when it's zero fucking degrees outside, right? 
and your car is outside, you hit that fucking button from the window and you go out and get in that toasty ass car was hot as shit like today and you go out and get air already pumping, it's a fucking difference. Now imagine when you got to drive for like fucking 10 minutes before your shit start pumping. <laughs> That's how that shit is. So you in this motherfucking tight ass, dry ass coochie and, you know, she, she like, you know, you know what I mean? So it's like she reaching in the drawer and you like, so then all of a sudden you go from that to jumping, slamming, slamming the Tessie. You know what I mean? <laughs> yo, you sit there like, yo, that's when you realize, like, I can't settle. Like, I can't yeah, settle. Yeah, that's the, like that moment. I remember the exact moment when I was like, you know what? This is it. This is over. I remember the 20, exact yo. moment. Like, I'm literally. I got caught cheating. I got caught cheating too. <laughs> I did get caught. <laughs> I, yeah, I wasn't cheating, but it was I literally it. remember being on all fours. Whoa. This is mad to you, I remember being on all fours, and I just was like, ass tooted in the air, and I didn't know what was happening behind me. I didn't know what was going on. And so I remember trying to turn to do some assistance, and I was turned away. I got it. Ego got in the way. Okay, nigga. Well, then my, my arms hurt. Now my back. Like, what are we doing? Okay, let's just go to sleep. Um, so yeah, that was the exact moment that I was like, I got to go because I'm gonna be cheating. I just don't want to be a cheater, so I just leave. Mm-mm-mm. All right, so what? So what else going on today? I don't what know what's going on in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but your analogy game has been on point. I just want to. I do that all the time. You've done I don't sports. Know why. We've done cars. I don't know why I do that all the time. Where I just like. That's the best way I can explain things. Um, but it works. You know, every, everything you I do. Paint yeah. the fucking picture. I do have a topic. I was listening to another podcast, and I feel like this guy, you would actually enjoy him. Um, and he like wrote a book, and he was talking about it on his podcast. And it was like, you know how? And I think you've alluded to this before, but we've had done so many of these now. I can't remember every conversation we talk about, but I think you did. Where he was talking about um, women always allude to the time when dating was great. Like, we got to make dating great again. And he was like, but when was dating ever great? Like, what is this era of time that us women are referring to when dating was great? And I feel like you have said this before. Maybe it was not on the podcast, but to me personally. Well, I think you were like, no, you did say it on the podcast because you were like, I think I think it was Chrissy said something like, um, you know, back in the 60s. And you were like, yeah, tell me about it because you were there. <laughs> and it got me thinking because I'm like, shit, we do talk about this yesteryear of dating. And this shit was probably trash then too. Yeah, I mean, so the only thing I can think of if we going back in time is thinking of the fact that People actually dress like they cared. So I will say, like, when you look back on, you know, the old movies and you look back on old pictures, like a dude didn't come pick you up without his best slacks and shirt on. You know what I mean? Like you came out with your nice little cute dress and shit like that. You ain't have one of some ripped up jeans with your belly out and the crack of your ass showing at the bar. And, you know, a nigga just thinking about how he just want to pour a little bit of, you know, Clico down <laughs> in your butt. <laughs> Suck it out. So it's like it was a little, <laughs> yeah. So it was like a little different. Where 
like women actually were like women and men were actually gentlemen. You know what I mean? It was like y'all had a little bow in your hair and shit or a little flower, you know, a little, you a little flower before you pick you up. Billy Holiday. But, you know, at the end of the day, like when you flip it, recently everybody's been attacking grandfathers. Have you seen that shit? No, like, what's going on with the grandpas? Yeah, what's been hella memes and tweets like nobody in your family wants to address it, but your grandfather was trash. <laughs> he treated your grandmother <laughs> like shit. Oh, he cheated all the time. Like, just because he was like the patriarch, everybody acts like he was so godly. That motherfucker was trash too. He had a family <laughs> around the corner. And then it's like, when you think about it, you'd be like, yo, we are not the original whores. Our grandfather no. did this shit. They was fucking goats. Because I know when my grandfather passed away in 01, so it had to been ago. like, yeah, so it was like 01 or 2000 or something like that. Um, I remember being in college and I remember my mother saying like, we just hope that this family from Virginia don't come up here. Because my grandfather would go <laughs> every summer to stay with his sister who lived in Virginia and he would be down there for the whole summer. So it's oh, like, shit. you know, it was chances that, you know, it wasn't like, it wasn't like nobody was going to tweet my grandmother and be like, yeah, bitch, he got a fucking <laughs> baby by me. Ethel, he's with her. me. <laughs> right, nobody was going to send an IG picture with these kids to her DM on that fake account and be like, yeah, your husband ain't shit. So at the end of the day, like, it wasn't like a secret. This nigga was light skin, fucking hazel eyes, fucking a Navy guy in shape, big ass arms, pluck the shit out you with one finger. Knock, knock your fucking socks off. So I know, I know he had, he had him. Like, I ain't get this shit from nowhere. Like, it's I know it, the shit is genetic. It's always cool. that's right, why you gotta know though. your family. You gotta know your family. Listen, that is one of my biggest fears out here. It's like these papas was a, it was a lot of Rolling Stones, right? And my only hope is that the genes are so strong that I would know. I would look and be like, nope, that's a relative. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I but just yeah, but feel you're like, right. But that's, but that's funny that you said that because, like, I don't know if Dayton ever was great. Like, to stay on topic. Yeah, like, like, I remember learning less is more the younger I was. Like, when you try to do too much on a date, like, you totally don't get anywhere. The less I do, the further I get. Yeah, so I just, like so my snowball, you know, I'm hey, I know somebody out there stealing my shit. Snowball stand that hella crowded, crowded. I definitely went on a snowball date. I ride past readers. I see all y'all out there. Y'all stealing my <laughs> shit. But the whole point is, the shit works because despite what these dumbass people will put on, like TSR. You know, will you go on a date for a walk? And they'd be like, no, somebody got caught me. They stupid. They dumb. Like, nobody, my time is just as valuable as your time. I'm not here to try to impress you. Yeah, like, my thing is, if you you got time all day to go play on dates, you're not for me anyway. Like, you're probably not a good mother. You probably don't have a great job. Like, you just got time to be out dating niggas all week. Like, if you really got, like, shit going on, I got to get on your schedule. Wait a minute. You're being like the anti-Kevin Samuels because Kevin Samuels said, um, I never thought I would do this to you, but Kevin Samuels said that niggas didn't care about that shit. 
No, 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 no. I'm not saying that, that we don't care about it. The fact of the matter is, if you're talking about like building something serious mm-hmm. and we going on a date and I'm really trying to get to know you, you're not just going to be readily available every time when I be like, yo, come do this, come do that. You got shit going on. So when I finally say, hey, if you got a free moment Wednesday, like, hey, meet me here for, you know, a coffee or meet me for a snowball. You know what I mean? Like most women I meet, I'm 40 years old, 40, I'll be 42 next month. They got kids. Like, it's very rare that I meet somebody who does not have kids. So it's not like they can just jump out the house and go to dinner and do shit when they want. I got to get on your schedule. I got to get on your agenda. So in part of that, me getting on that agenda, I don't want to waste your time. And at the same time, like, you shouldn't want to waste mine. So I don't want to start it out where we just sitting at dinner and we know nothing about each other. It's like dead silence. Like, I want to talk to you while you're at work. Let me talk to you on your lunch break. Maybe we can build a bond there the way our first date don't have to be at the snowball stand. But I want to at least log at least some good phone time in where I feel like I've made a fair assessment to feel like we can talk over dinner versus we get there. And I'm just like, so what's up with you? And it's just like boring as shit. No, that's that's a good point because I recently just went on a first date and somebody was like, oh, how did it go? And I was just like, how was the sex? I did not fuck him on the first date. <laughs> um, but it was literally a situation where I, I ran into this guy while I was doing errands. And then literally that night he hit me like, let's go out to brunch the next day. We went out to brunch. Okay. And the conversation, the con- I appreciated the follow through. He was no games. So when the person asked me, it wasn't a bad response. My response wasn't bad. Like it was what it was. It's like, I still don't know this nigga, right? Like this mm-hmm. is the first conversation we've ever had. Right. It was cool. It was something bad happened. Nothing amazing. It was cool. That's all I got. See, like, see, I feel like I feel the like expectations people have is. I think it's just like, I think the expectations the, with dating and, yeah, it's just with dating. Listen, make talking on the phone great again. That tech shit is why a lot of y'all motherfuckers, a lot of y'all dudes out there can't get no pussy. Because I will nod on and much agree. So women will say, I don't like to talk on the phone. I text all the time. No, fuck that. I'm going to do what the fuck I do. And if I'm captivating enough, you're going to stay on that fucking phone. And you look up and we've been talking for an hour, two hours, two hours three hours. Yes. And then you're like, oh, my God, I ain't did this since high school. The pussy is mine. <laughs> the pussy is mine. Because I did something that other niggas couldn't do. And that's hold your fucking attention. But you can't be like, text, hey, what's up? How's your day? What you doing? Oh, where'd you go to school? Like, sometimes you got to just pick that phone up and make talking on the phone great again, because that's where the original connection come in. And if you don't feel it, then just stop fucking texting and talking to the person. Like, just... To your point, like, that's so crazy. Like, everything that's new is old again, right? Like, when you think about it, like, your grandparents, they couldn't sit on the phone. Like, they had to call an operator to call somebody else's house, right? Like, so they could only... But they also and- was pregnant at 14 and had, like, eight <laughs> kids. Like, it was fucking was fu- on the date. Right. It was almost like... <laughs> The first nigga that hit it, it was theirs. Like it was, they were fourteen. Like, oh, I met your grandmother. We was fourteen, and you look <laughs> at their ages and to the oldest child age, and then six kids, and you be like, "Y'all motherfuckers ain't leave no time to waste." That's why y'all hate each other and yelling at each other because y'all never even really. It was you just could, a you different didn't have a chance. time. Yeah. Like I always say, like, the life my mother lived, being a stay-at-home mom, a lot of women could not do that. So a lot of women. 
will be like, oh, I want to stay at home. I'm guy, I want to be a woman who man pay the bills. The difference is it's not no vacations to Jamaica with your girlfriends. It's not no bags on your birthday. You're not going out with lubes on unless the guy's a millionaire. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's a huge fucking sacrifice to say we I'm are just going to we, yeah. we're going to stay home. I'm going to stay home and make sure the kids are good. But we're going to survive off the bare minimum. Like, I remember my father literally being like, oh, you know, I just get my soles on my shoes replaced every year because y'all need back to school clothes and I'm the only income. And, you know, the whole time he was kind of bluffing, but he was making sure that when we were older, he was set to do the things he do now while they retired. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So it's like, I remember my senior year, this motherfucker come home with a Jaguar. The fuck? (laughs) Fuck you get money from because you've been telling me all these fucking years that we don't have shit. Fuck you get money from. So it's like I understood then, but I understand even more now because mm-hmm. I pay the bills and I see what it takes. If I had, you know, a woman living with me and she ain't work, like we might not even have a fucking date night. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's true. We're gonna like, put a fucking blanket in that living room. <laughs> but it's true though. Like I I know like people are like, you listen to all the financial people, like you should live on one salary, but like how what is the quality of life and how are you living that way right and so mm-hmm. these expectations of i should have a thirty thousand dollar engagement ring and we're going to go on date night two nights a week and all this shit but i want to be a stay-at-home wife and mother the math don't math we literally saw i put it in my insta story if you don't follow me follow me on the booty breakdown um i put it in my insta story because it blew my fucking mind everybody out here balenciaga down chanel down dior down it's crazy and it says single black millennials, only 2% of single black millennials. So I think that was 25 to 40 make six figures. 2%. That's crazy. But everybody, know. like, so I'm like, listen, how the fuck is listen. everybody living? And I'm not trying to, and I'm not bragging or boasting. Um, I've been good since I was 22. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I've had times when I fucked the money up. I had times when. You know, I lost my job. You know, times when I hit you and like, boony, I got laid off. Shit happens. Life happens. I got kids. So, yeah, the money I've made is completely different to somebody that's a single millennial. But even at the point where, like, you know, I was 24 when I got my house built and moved into my house downtown. You know what I mean? Which was a very nice house. And it afforded me a lot of luxuries to be able (laughs) <laughs> right so like you know how it was like i was there i got the t-shirt like, what y'all about to do like y'all want to come over to the house like oh this nigga really got a house like it was like a real house it wasn't like it was a oh, real house like, floors yeah, it was, right it was like wood floors <laughs> fireplace granite multi-level like, it was very yeah, nice it wasn't no bullshit you know it was like rooftop deck like we was in action but the difference is is like with a lot of these younger millennials they are trapped in like trying to find themselves through labels. Like, yeah. So I blame. It's so weird to me. It's so weird to me because fashion to me has never been about what labels you got on. You know what I mean? Like it's always been about like, Oh, you can dress or you got style because you can put some slick shit together. But when you got to wear the name of a designer across your hat, across your shirt, across your slacks, across your, Everything that somebody has on nowadays has to have the label or they don't want to pay $500 for it. Like, it's, it's for the gram. Like, everything is for Instagram. Everything yeah. is to floss. Like, the other day, I literally sat here on Instagram 
And I, I was like, I really hate where we are as a society. And I blame a lot of it on social media culture. And I don't know how we recover from it. But I literally watched someone put together a movie trailer for their birthday dinner. Like, so it was like them getting out of <laughs> the bins and then it showed the light, you know, the bins do the light projection. It showed mm-hmm. that and they stepped out in the Louboutin. And then I'm just like, okay, what am I watching? And then it's them like, surprise! They're like at the some fucking restaurant and then it's just champagne clicks and and that was it. And I'm just literally like, what the fuck was the point of that? Yeah. Like, are you going to show, like, did you pay someone to record this and do this whole thought out process to show your grandkids in 30 years? Like, what did you do that for? Yo, I'd be wondering sometimes where people <laughs> get all this money from. Cause I'd be like, I literally want to know. I really think I make decent money. And I really feel like between trying to save and keep up with my friends talking about investors in crypto this week, like. I don't I, got I just, it. I don't have it. Like, I don't I got mean, it. I do smoke like $30 worth of cigars every day. That's different. <laughs> you know, my lunch budget, it, my and lunch and dinner budget is like $20 a day. And I'm about to go play like... poker and take $200 out. But this, the point is, <laughs> I do have a business on the side. And I'm not even talking about my business money. I'm talking about just my Personal. nine to five. Mm-hmm. Like, I make really good money. And it's just like, you know, I afford myself to be able to go. I went away this summer. I'm going to Vegas. Like, I can jump out of town and have a great time. but some of y'all motherfuckers are I really living. Like, and I'd be living. like, yo, I'd be like, I want a Benz. Like, I want six Chanel bags. Like, <laughs> I'm like, some it? of these dudes, like, yo, how are you getting every shoe? Like, do you live at home? How much is your rent? Like, I mean, I, I'm not saying no bullshit. Like, what's happening? Yeah, because I'm not staying in no bullshit place. So, yeah, that's a little different for me. Whereas, like, some people will spend more money on clothes and stuff. And then you find out, like, oh, they live in a hole. Like, oh, they <laughs> they like literally like to lose all of their clothes just by a nigga blowing on their front door and coming and take it. That's right. the difference where I'm like, okay, I get it now, but I, I don't concern myself with what other people are doing. It just sometimes it's like but it's hard though. It's just you... weird. It's weird because it's like you see the people and the way they move it and you be we, like, Yes. Everybody shares everything now. So I feel like once you broadcast it to me, you can't have it both ways. It's people who I love who will floss down on Instagram. You can't share me every time you go shopping. You can't show me every time you get on a fucking plane. You you show me the house. You show me the cars. That's an invitation for me to inquire. Because you Mm -hmm. share everything. If you didn't share shit, I wouldn't know. But if you're sharing it, Fuck it. Yeah. Leave it open to interpretation. But I Should do. I'm weird, like, I, I want all this fucking shit, but I do blame. I do feel like social has warped a lot of perceptions and people's realities of dating, wealth, what, what it means to have style, etc. Um, and I don't know how yeah. we recover. Right. So, so I got to ask you this one last question before we wrap up. Okay. Are you shutting down your OnlyFans now? I don't have an OnlyFans. I'm working <laughs> on my book. <laughs> I'm working on my book. You writing a book? Yeah, from whore to husband. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> from whore to husband, a self-help guide for men trying to get out the game and piece themselves together to become a wholesome husband. Nigga, do it. This that should be, be fire. It could be that an Amazon be bestseller. Yo, Trademark pendant. Don't steal his title. It was here first. 
we got IP yeah. attorneys on call. Um, but no, this but shit for could real, be fire. Talk, like, I really be feeling like a lot of times where we are as a people at this age. Um, somebody said the other day, "Black love means suffering." When they see people saying black love, black love to anniversary couples and the couples look tired and worn out and you know <laughs> deep down inside that nigga ain't happy, are we really celebrating black love as like a suffrage? Like because that couple stayed together 10 years and you know he's been caught cheating and you know she ain't shit or you know she's fed up and tired. Should we be celebrating these couples? And I thought this shit was funny. It was like a tweet or something, but it made me think because when you're around a lot of people, couples and men, everybody just seems like, I don't want to go home. I'm fucking tired of that bitch. Or I'm like, so my thing is like, I feel like where I'm at at 42 being single, I feel like I have the chance to marry and be happy versus somebody who has the longevity and is not happy. So let me know what you think about that, because I feel like the younger marrieds who fought through all of the years of growth and they went through it together. And I I applaud that shit. But it's so much shit that y'all fighting through just to love each other. And you see the shit like on the anniversary picture, like y'all don't even fucking want to hold hands like happy anniversary. I literally will agree it was a tweet going around. I don't, I never liked the black love show and I know people do it and I get it. A lot of black women and even black women, I know romanticize marriage and love in a way that I think is a little unhealthy. Um, mm-hmm. But it was a tweet going around oh, this weekend about some clips from that black love show that was on own. And I watched two of them and I said, these bitches might be the dumbest bitches I've ever seen. This one couple, they t- the, the story didn't even make sense, but it was literally like, in 10 years, you know, I, we went through infidelity and murder and like the, the mistress burnt down their house and arson. And then they were like, uh, and well, see, that's the producers going and getting the worst of the worst. And I to, understand. But I'm just yeah. like, to your point, why is that story on a show about black love? Because it, it perpetuates black suffering. Yes. Yes. So that producer was like ran into his boss's <laughs> office. And was like, I got some shit for the show. And this is what they look like. Yeah. Like, no, know, that shit like, was wild. Yeah. But, but, no, I, see, I, but I do I, really feel like that is something to think about. Like, I want people to think about, like, if you're home, right? And you're in your 30s or your 40s and you haven't been married yet. Make sure you find the right person because what you get is you might get somebody who's been divorced that messed it up the first time. I feel like I get a do-over, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like because I've been married before and because I'm older, the shit that pissed me off when I was younger does not piss me off as much now. Like, I'm able to have a conversation with you more about your communication or lack thereof mm-hmm. instead of, like, losing my fucking mind. Like, I know you with the fucking kids and your fucking phone been in your purse for fucking six hours, but, bitch, I've been fucking calling you. Now, if I fucking miss a call for six hours, I'm fucking a bitch. You know what I mean? That's how it goes. Like, yo, if you're out there, ladies, it's fucking a double standard. Men cannot fucking miss phone calls. Y'all can be like, my shit was in my purse. You know I don't be on my phone like that. I'm at my girlfriend sipping wine. 
Let a nigga miss a call and two hours go by and he'd be like, I was asleep. Nigga, you was fucking lying. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so all I'm saying is we get a second chance as men because we're mature. We're more mature. We might have been through it. We might have felt like, okay, you know, I learned from this. Like, so it's important if you're dating somebody who has been married, who has been in a relationship. What did you learn? Like, ask real fucking questions. Like, what did you learn? I like that. Yeah, like some women are not willing to ask questions to find out, like, oh, what did you learn? Like, did you cheat? Like, some people don't want to ask the hard questions. And a lot of dudes are like, no, I ain't cheat. No, just say that. Be like, yo, I fucking cheated. Like, why? Honesty like, is much, it's so refreshing to me, but I also find that. Yo, that's going to get you a lot of pussy. Honesty will get you a lot of it will. pussy. I, I do, I do appreciate honesty, but I also run into a lot of men who don't believe me when I say what I say because mm-hmm. um, of past trauma. And they're like, nope, because I know if I say this, then it's going to be this. And I'm like, no, I want you to tell me. If you do not want to fucking go to this show with me, just fucking tell me. It won't hurt my feelings. Like, right. It won't because if you ask me if I wanted to go to the Ravens game, I'm gonna say no. Take your homeboy. Like I don't want to go. <laughs> right. But um, see, this is the shit. Like if there's a if there's some guys listening, or like for you, like I know, like if we had met and we was talking, right, and you was like, so did you cheat on your last girlfriend? I would be like, yeah, you know, and you'd be like, why? And I'd be like, I didn't love myself enough to discipline myself. That's gonna get me some pussy. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Get the fuck off my show. <laughs> Yo. Fuck I don't know what the fuck show. just happened. But listen, <laughs> tell me that shit wasn't fire. It might have got my drawers off well, that night. Like, like, <laughs> you know what? And I do know that he cheated on his ex. But that bitch is kind of weird. And you're like, he's a good guy. So at that point now, like, I own my shit. I grew from it. I'm still not going to be with you, but we had a great conversation. I mean, that is real shit. It probably would have got my panties that night. (laughs) I know somebody listening right now like, damn. Let me slide in his DM again. Ryan, it's been so wonderful having you here kicking off season 10. (laughs) (laughs) Season 10 to the moon. Listen, you're fucking hilarious. I appreciate you. All right. Talk to you soon. (laughs) All right, guys. Before we wrap up this this week's episode, I do want to introduce a new segment that will be in some episodes, future episodes in season 10 of the podcast. So if you are not following me on Instagram, which at this point, I'm not sure why you still aren't at the Booney Breakdown. I have talked to me. What is it? Talk to Booney Tuesdays, right? And so a couple weeks ago, I did a confession thing. Like, tell me your confessions. Booney's confessional. And so now the new segment to the podcast is Booney's confessionals. So there is, if you go to any link in any profile on social media, there is a link that you can submit your very own Booney's confessional. They are anonymous. I do not say your name. Um, And you just shoot a quick message as long as detailed, as short as possible. All right. 
And so we're going to kick off the very first Boonies confessional. We'll have a little like cute intro music next time this is featured. Um, but I had to set it up to explain to people about this new, uh, this new segment because it's the first time I'm adding a segment in a few seasons to the pod. So here we go. Our very first Boonies confession. The subject was painting by numbers. Boonie, my college boyfriend, broke up with me because I painted his dick during anal. Earlier that night, he fed me rice with corned beef. My body had no choice but to give him a paint job. Took me a while to get over him. Well, thank you for sending in your confession. Peace be with you, my child. Uh, (laughs) how petty though like I don't know if I would I would be devastated if somebody broke up with me because I shit on their dick during anal like I just feel like during anal that is just one of the risks associated with anal you're sticking your hard ass dick in my in my anus that's where shit comes out so especially if it was impromptu anal you might get a little residue. And, and and if you have a big dick, you going deep in my anal cavity. Like you might get some shit on it. And I just feel like that's one of the hazards of that particular position. But thank you so much for sharing your paint by numbers confession. And again, peace be with you, my child. All right, guys, that is it for this week's episode. I want to thank the homie Brian for always holding us down. With so much ratchet insight and so many great laughs. So again, be sure to support his brand, Creative Culture Lifestyle. If you have not, get some for yourself, fellas. Ladies, buy some for your uncle, your your daddy, your boo, whoever. He also has some great dope merch as well. So be sure to support Brian's brand. And if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, or any app that you listen to your favorites on. Don't forget to leave those five-star reviews too. You might just hear your review on the next episode. Follow us on all social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love, those you fucking hate. I don't make these pretty images for nothing, okay? Have a dope-ass week. Stay healthy, safe, and sane. Thank you for listening. And remember, the ratchet in me always honors the ratchet in you. Homaste. Until next time.